Oh, aloha everybody. This is Harry Hukilao giving you the updates from the Triple Crowns of surfing over here on the North Shore. You hear the waves crashing behind me, but the bugger is small today. So you know what? Uh, no way, no surfing for the men. No surfing for the ladies over there on the Maui. And big swells coming, so we're going to ride them, yeah? We're going to ride them in a couple of days. Uh, everyone going to get shacked. Everyone going to do their thing. Uh, but right now, we're still body surfing, the kind of stuff I like to do every day over here in Hawaii. Eh? So the forecast is for good waves, great surfing, a lot of beach buns on the beach, and a lot of world titles on the line. And I love a lot of things on the line. You know what I'm talking about? So everyone enjoy your Friday, your Thursday, your Wednesday, or your Tuesday. I don't know. We do everything backwards over here in Hawaii. We don't care. Okay, every day is the same. And enjoy the rest of the Triple Crown. Who can win the title? I don't know. Sound cute, guy. Aloha! Dude, just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. Hello and welcome to the new edition of The Carve-Up. We've had a bit of a hiatus the last couple of weeks, but we're glad to be back to do our Hawaiian edition. We've got the Triple Crown underway at the moment. Um, We've got the women's event uh, midway through. We're a world world champion will be decided. We've also got the uh, Vans World Cup of Surfing in Sunset. And, of course, we've got the Pipe Masters, which is going to decide a world champion for us. This is Shooter with you in the studio. Uh, along with Silky and our special guest today, uh, Bronny Legend surfer, sh- uh, photographer, Billy Morris. Morning, guys. G'day, Bill. How are you, mate? And Will, up there at Angara. How are you, Willie? Hey, don't worry. I'm up here in the sticks. I'm tuning in. Now, listen, boys, before we kick off today's show, I just want to uh, give a big shout-out to our good friends at Labbrokes, big fans of the show. Never knew so many punters were waxheads. But anyways, that putting that aside, the good people, uh, Troy McDonald and the guys at Labbrokes, have given us a special carve-up special if you like a punt, Mick Fanning to win the world title is currently $1.85 to take yes, it out. Yes, he is. Well, uh, if you quote the code that's going to be on the um, on the Carve Up group page, you'll see that if you join or subscribe to the Carve Up group page, Labbrokes will give you $3, the juicy odds of $3 wow. to win the world title. Thoughts, boys? Labbrokes, $3 or $2. Any good Aussie, you've got to have a lazy hundred you can pull out of your wife's wallet and chuck it on that. Well, Mick, I mean, uh, Shooter, you've been uh, singing the praise of Mick, you know, since we kicked off this uh, podcast. You'll be uh, throwing your hard-earned on. Mate, I've been saying it all along, stick thick with Mick. So uh, at, at $3 from Ladbrokes, I mean, that's an unbelievable. So obviously you've just got to uh, open an account and uh, give them the special code. Yep, there's a code. We're going to put the code on the on the group page. So go to Facebook, join the Carve Up group, and there you'll find the code. Uh, there'll be a link as well. So you uh, click on the link, enter the code. Throw your money down and get in the queue, I Billy. Also, I also, I also believe. That, I also believe that if you do give them a call and speak to Troy at Labrokes, there's a special triple X deal uh, that, that, that can't be revealed over triple the air today. It's a triple X special, and um, I guarantee that no other betting agents will be offering anything near as Love juicy it. as that. So there you go. Is that a one eight hundred number? Is that going to come up on my account? <laughs> <laughs> it's all, I, all above board. It is. But, uh, Shooter, let's hop straight into it. At the moment, there's a lay day going, but the uh, the target Maui Women's Pro at Honolulu Bay, wow, great surfing by the ladies. Mate, they've been surfing unbelievably. The waves have been really good. It's a beautiful spot, Honolulu Bay. And, um, you know, this is a there's, there's two girls in contention for the world title, Carissa Moore and Courtney Conlog. 
And um, they're both still in contention. I think uh, Carissa's through to the quarterfinals and, and Courtney's got to battle it out with Coco Ho in round four. So she's really got the hard the hard uh, path to, to come through Courtney because Coco Ho's in superb form. Will, have you surfed on a little bay? No, mate, but like Angary Point won't speak from the north, so um, I know what that's like. And all the footage I've seen of it in the past, mate, looks like a place I've got to get to in my lifetime. But I'll tell you what, I don't think I'd go out there when there's any chicks in bikinis, mate, because I'd show you right up the way they're surfing. Uh, Billy, you've, you've spent a lot of time in Hawaii, mate, um, with your surfing and photography, mate. You've been to, you've been over there, and what's the place like? Yeah, I've been over to Honolulu. It's good. It's um, it's amazing uh, looking place. You stand up on the headland there and look down, and just perfect rights just peeling off. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's fantastic. Looks genre. very similar to Bell's, just the, the setup, the amphitheater, the natural amphitheater, the natural amphitheater. But um, mate, I mean, the girls have been um, Courtney Conlog saw some footage the other day, just taking off, pulling in. Kogo Ho got a a nine point something or the other day for a, for a deep barrel. Looks like a really fun wave, and 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 the big power rail turns. Tyler Wright, um, Carissa Moore have been throwing some serious rail down. Sally's been surfing good too. Seen her get a great barrel. Yeah, she is. And, and Silky, we were speaking about it earlier, mate, that the uh, the women just seem to be riding the barrel a lot better these days. You know, they're, they're not scared to just take off and pull into deep barrels. They're not just, you know, getting those little cover-ups anymore. They're pulling into really deep, long barrels. Absolutely. Will you be seeing a fair bit of that up at the point? Sands the Sharks, but the, the girls that come down there, particularly in March when the um, – when the quickie pros on, they get down uh, your neck of the woods. The uh, the perform and we talk about this every episode. The performance of the women these days, it's it, it just uh, begs belief. Mate, it, it happened about four years ago up at Snapper, and I was watching it just go. My jaw dropped. Like, what's happened? I mean, they've got their equipment down. It's just the belief of these kids. Like this young Sabre Norris girl out of Newcastle. She's eight or ten. She's surfed a, a skate round for me. She skated. A 12-foot ramp, you know. Like, I think they play the video games and then believe they can do it. But, <laughs> mate, it's going to be insane what's going to happen in the next five, ten years with the women. You know, you might have a men's and women's tour. Yeah, exactly, mate. It's, a, it's, a, it's really hotting up, you know. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. There's, there's some good swell on the way. There's a couple of late days at the moment, but there's some really good swell on the way for both the men's and the women's. Who do you, who do you think will take out the women's shooter? I've said Carissa from the start. I think she's... You know, she only has to finish runner-up. Billy? To take the title. Carissa. Carissa's too strong. And what about you, Will? Who do you like, mate? Oh, look, I'll, I'll throw the log in there. Throwing Courtney Connolly. The log. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, listen, before we go to our first break, Shmoo, unfortunately, can't be with us today. Uh, you, you've spoken to him today. Uh, what's, the, what's the deal? Well, I've spoken to him today. He's up at Schoolies Week. He's, um, he's, 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 uh, he's up at Schoolies. He's getting around in the uh, the, the bright fluoro vest, um, taking care of the, uh, the young kids up there, the miners. But he's, uh, I've been following him on his Facebook page, and he's, I think he's starting to lose the plot. Yeah, he's doing uh, – if, if you haven't had an opportunity, check out Shamu on Instagram particularly or uh, or his Facebook page. He's doing a pigeon surf report in, in his best uh, Auntie Hawaiian tongue. He's either very homesick or he <laughs> really, really needs to be uh, – needs some help. We miss you, Shamu. What about the footage of the uh, pole dancing at Wild Horses at 3 in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> That's on his private page. Exactly right. Hey, listen, guys, we'll take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk all things Triple Crown. You're on the carve-up. Yeah, and welcome back to the carve-up, where we're talking all things Hawaii at the moment. Uh, we've got Shooter here on the mic. We've got uh, our trusted Silky here producing the show, and, of course, our special guest, surfer, photographer, Bronny legend, Bill Morris. Welcome, Bill. Look, we're, we're going to be talking about Hawaii later on, and um, you know, obviously you've been over there and, and done quite a few tours over there, both surfing and shooting. 
uh, in the competitions and the free surfing. But mate, just give us a little background on the Bill Morris story, mate. How'd you get into it? We know you've you know you've you've grown up surfing surfing Bronny all your life, but you got into photography a little bit late, mate. What what sort of brought you into it? Yeah, I'm. I've always been a photographer. Even from a kid, I carry around a little camera. But um, yeah, surfing took up most of my time during the during the eighties when I was competing and stuff with all the boys. And uh, from about thirty onwards, I kind of turned professional. Started getting into you know selling my stuff to the mags and advertising and stuff, and uh, just snowballed from there. And uh, of course, uh, you, we, your first cover. I mean, we spoke about this off air. Dave Davo, Dave, uh, one of the great local legend, Dave Davo, <laughs> with that Beyond Vertical uh, reentry that got you. Uh, that sort of that sort of put your name up in lights. Yeah, that was my first waves cover with Davo. We used to work a lot, hang around together, and travel. Actually, did a lot of good trips with Davo Indo, and he's a funny guy. So yeah, yeah my first cover with Davo, and um, yeah, he never even gave me a credit. And <laughs> put it on his Facebook page. Yeah. I don't credit me. Who are your go-tos, Billy? Uh, you know, is there, did you have a favourite surfer that you used to tag along with or, you know, used to get the best, I suppose, cash out of him? Uh, probably, a, you know, as a, um, Munga Barry was probably um, one of my favourite surfers, just a really nice guy to travel with and, and work with. He just knows how to shoot with a photographer, especially in the water. I mean, a lot of guys just disappear on you when, you sur- when you're shooting with them in the water. They think you can just, you've got a motor up your butt and you can follow them around, but... But uh, Munger was always there just hanging with me and he actually um, got a couple of incredible photos earlier on the piece that won me a couple of awards and, yeah, I'd have to give him the first place for the for the best guy. Do we know where Munger is these days? He's a, he's a, one of the forgotten men of surfing Will. from those halcyon days of the 90s. Well, you know, he's up your neck of the woods. Was there any sight or sound of the great Munger Barry? Mate, the last time I saw him, I paddled past him at Snapper Rocks and he, he must have had very... Sunburnt eyes, they were very red, and he just fumbled a few things and smiled. Was he wearing a, a leader wetsuit? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he definitely was. <laughs> yeah, but Billy's look. Um, look, you, I know you photographed and surfed a lot of places around the world. So, sort of what's your favourite place in Australia to photograph? Um, and you know, both locally and and interstate. Well, locally, probably down the south coast. I mean, there's a lot of great reefs and and beach breaks down there, and. Uh, I've always been a South Coast guy, been a goofy footer. I haven't really followed the points up north, so I've always done a lot of surfing down there. But, yeah, I know a lot of the places down there, and um, that's where I've spent a lot of the time shooting. And, and probably my favourite place in Australia is probably Western Australia just because of the light. Um, what about shooting from the water over there, mate? Is there any uh, <laughs> shooting from the water? Any, <laughs> shooting from the water anywhere these days has given me the creeps, especially after everything's going on up the coast. But, um yeah, it's it's always good getting out in the water. And, look, look and, speaking about that, look, that's a, on on a serious note. I mean, has that has that sort of affected you in any way? Or have you been spending more time shooting from the land now than the water? Because, <laughs> like, you know, because of that for that reason. I more time shooting from the land just because of my age, <laughs> let alone uh, any other reason. But um, yeah, yeah, it's always in the back of your mind. But um, I shoot a lot down at ours, down at um, at Cape Salander, and and that's probably one of the sharkiest places, right out in the edge of Botany Bay there, and. And I'm always a bit sketched, but ever since all the shark stuff's been happening, um, yeah, it's definitely been, a, I've been thinking about whether I'm going to bother anymore, that's for sure. Now, <laughs> Billy... Hey, Billy, who took the classic shot of you at Padang on the twin fin back in the day? And how long was that board? Which shot was that, Will? <laughs> the one of you at Padang, Padang on the twin oh, fin. Oh, no, no, it wasn't a twin fin. It was actually, well, it was actually I had two big fins and, and, a, and a trailer in the back, so it was kind of like a bit of a cheap thrust. It was, it was 5.9. Uh, it was a GNS shaped by... Um, <laughs> Terry, kind of Terry remember. Bishop. Terry Bishop, yeah. Terry Bishop board, yeah. But uh, yeah, amazing day. Yeah, that was incredible, incredible day. And who do, who got that photo? Steve Spalding. Spalding, oh, Mer- American guy. Yeah, <laughs> he shot it. Took me a while to get it from him, but I ended up getting it. It's on my wall now. 
<laughs> now, Billy, uh, for those that you know, you, um, it, what was it, about 18 months ago, you had a pretty serious injury surfing um, over in Fiji. Just tell us a little bit about that near-death experience, mate. Yeah, it was a bit unfortunate. Um, took a heavy wipeout trying to take off on a late one. I'd been out there for a long time. I was a bit fatigued. We were out there for about four or five hours and it was just getting better and better and picking up and just took a big one right on dark and um, didn't quite make the drop. And I uh, had a bit of a dodgy disc in my neck. It's been giving me a bit of trouble over the years. It must have been a bit weak. And um, just the I didn't hit anything, just the wipeout, the, the force of the, the lip when I landed. Must have just tweaked my neck and um, squashed the disc and it, and it squirted into my spinal cord. And uh, next minute I knew I didn't have any arms. I'd paralysed my arms. And wow. I was underwater getting dragged by my leg rope and the second wave rolled over me and I was still underwater. And I, I was lucky the second wave. I got really lucky. The, the second wave broke my leg rope and I started tumbling. And, um, yeah, right before I blacked out, I managed to come up and just get a little breath. And, uh, and, then, and, then I was, and then it went dead flat and I just floated off the reef down the end and the boat come and got me. So... Very fortunate, yeah, very lucky. Mate, obviously someone was close by to, to drag you out of the water, you know, and, and but obviously would not been able to move your arms. They probably weren't sure if, you know, you had a broken neck or how did they, how did they well, sort of actually, go about, I got, they go I got, about it? I got the movement back in my arms right before I got on the boat. I was floating on my back because I couldn't, I didn't have any arms. I was just trying to stay afloat. And, uh, and then all, it felt like someone plugged me into the light socket, all this electrical like pain come running down through my arms, all the nerve pain. And, and that was just the nerves kicking back kicking in. Kicking back, uh, yeah. But yeah, they dragged me on the boat and uh, long story short, got to hospital that night and then flew home the next day and um, had some surgery, got the disc um, fused and uh, took me about seven months to get back in the water. But now I'm fighting fit again and um, yeah, full recovery. Frothing as hard as... Uh... Have you been back to Fiji? Yeah, I went yeah. back I went back the next year. Actually, did a, I worked in the moto a couple of times, shooting the guests over there and, and that was the first time I uh, started surfing again, was uh, seven months after the injury. I went back to the moto and... Um, Got straight back on the horse and got out cloud break and got a couple and surf restaurants good and yeah, all, all good. Talking about injuries, Bill, I mean, I, I don't know if you remember this, mate, but going back a long time, I think going back to I was about 13, talking about you before your photography days, one of my early photography days that reminds me of you was, I don't know if you remember, my ball went through my through my mouth. I do, you remember that. Went right through, right through my mouth. I think I got about 30 stitches and the first vision I got of it was you come running down the beach with your mirror sunnies on <laughs> and, you, and you just went, ah, and I, I look, all I could see was the reflection in your sunnies. I was going, oh my God, I could put my, I could put my tongue through, you know, but that was... Uh, that was I still I still vividly remember that you know you look at it with your mirror sunnies. I, I didn't ask you to get a shot. Giving me no giving me no comfort whatsoever. I don't think you get any words out. Uh, good stuff. Hey Bill, while, while we're comparing scars, I lost my uh, feeling in my arms at Dewland this year too. But they just put me in front of the bar and it came straight back. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Enough of the war stories. Let's uh, take a short break and we'll hop into Hawaii. You're on the carve up. And welcome back to the carve up. You're with Shooter Silky, Will Weber, up at Angari, and our special guest Bill Morris. So, look, let's get straight into this. We've got the uh, the Vans World Cup of Surfing on at sunset at the moment, and this is a really, really it's a big event for you know, not just for the Triple Crown, but also for requalifying. Um, and there's there's a bubble. We've been talking about the bubble for the last couple of shows, but it's become really relevant at the moment because. You know, they, the, the top 10 in the qualifying uh, series go into the main CT next year. And I think we've got uh, quite a uh, quite a, a broad 
uh, range of, of surfers that can make it, that can make the CT next year. I think we go down to about 18, 18th spot, which is Stu Kennedy. So there's quite a few that are still alive in this contest that can actually make the cut. So well, you've got, you've got two guaranteed crucial. from the QS, Jack Freestone and Kyle Belly uh, Automatics. Yep. Just looking at the, the ratings there. Kaloa Andino, Miguel Pupo, Philippe Toledo, they're all on the, on the uh, CT. So that, they go through. Alea Muniz, uh, Kanoa Igarashi. So I dare say he'll go through. And then there's the. I think they're right down to Ryan Callan and are pretty much guaranteed. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. right. I think Kaloha is going to need his um, QF for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, obviously, um, and the same goes for um, Miguel Pupo, if I'm not mistaken. But look, this the, the waves itself, I think we're up to round three over there. It was. Um, Sad to see Wade Carmichael, who won the first event at Halieva, only needed to get through one heat oh, and mate. unfortunately ran third. He jumped, he jumped 40 spots. He jumped, he jumped from 53 down to 13. He only needed to get through one heat. He'd done all the hard work by winning the last event, and he just couldn't back it up yeah, at sunset. Disappointing, disappointing. Like Bill said earlier, pressure. You know, it got to him. So, But look, there's a couple of young Aussies, David Cathels, um, Conor O'Leary, you know, and um, and Stu Kennedy, who who have been sort of, you know, Stu Kennedy, you always see his name thereabouts every year, but this year they got a real good chance. Well, just one of the other names there, one of the Yank guys, Connor Coffin, he actually lives, his family owns the Rip Curl House, so he lives out the front of uh, Pipe. So right. I'm expecting big things from him, both at Sunset and uh, and the last event if he gets it through. Well, mate, you know, look, I hope, I hope to see, you know, all these Aussie guys get through. I don't want to see many Brazilians get through. You know, I feel about Well, it's about four and four, really. They should have yeah. their own. They should have their own competition. They should have their own circuit back in Brazil. We've still got a strong Piss showing. Off. Still got a strong showing, the Aussies. They're up there. And and also, you've also got, um, you know, blokes that are trying to requalify as well from the from the CT. Like Dusty Payne, he, he did it the hard way last year. He had to come through. What he, I think he had to come through and win the Triple Crown to, to do it. But he's going to have to go take a similar path this year. To requalify and Adam Melling, uh, Bill, who always seems to be always seems to be fighting. Well, yeah. I'm just looking at the uh, the round three heat draw now, and just a couple of the names you mentioned: Dusty Payne, shoot, he's got to serve against Jeremy Flores, Kyle Belly, and Jamie O'Brien. Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a pretty tough heat. Stu Kennedy, Adriana D'Souza, Ian Walsh, and uh, Munoz. Shame an easy heat. I'm, oh, well, <laughs> exactly. David yeah. Cathell, Julian Wilson, Jacinto, and Makua Rothens. So, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. There's no such thing as a is an easy heat. And, you know, Adam Melling's 20th, but I mean, he's won this event before. So, you know, he's qualified right on the bubble a few years in a row. So I wouldn't discount Adam at all. Boys, just, I wonder if there's any chance they'll return this to a CT event. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Sunset should be yeah. on the CT. I reckon, I, I reckon so too. Boys, before we get another break, I just want to give a shout out to Perth Stanley, Bondi's own Perth Stanley, who uh, he won the uh, WQS in Taiwan on the weekend. I know, Will, you... Uh, Spoke to him during the event, mate. It was a good result to finish the season. Mate, for sure. He, he, he comboed the guy, as I called it, the combination chow in. <laughs> Get him right up with his Bondi backhand attack, reminiscent of Billy Power. Um, mate, the guy's stoked. I don't know why he didn't go to Hawaii, but he went over there. He had a dream to take it out. I think he was working with Shane Horan and, um, mate, did the job. Billy, you've had a fair bit to do with him as well. Um, yeah, a lot to do with he's, he's had a pretty poor year. Yeah, it wasn't one of his better years for yeah. sure in the QS. But, yeah, it's good to see him win that last event. It's um, it's going to help him what, with confidence-wise for what sure. What was the rating on that? Was it a three-star or two-star? Do you know any idea what it was? Mate, I, think, I think the I think the uh, the top one's like the one now is 10,000 points. I think this is 1,500. Yeah, 1,500. Yeah. Yeah. 1,500, yeah. All right, well, let's take a short break, boys. When we come back, we're going to hop straight in to the pipe master. Courtesy of Ladbrokes. 
Hello and welcome back to the Carve Up. You're with Shooter, Silky, Billy Morris, and up at Angari, our own Will Weber. And uh, look, we're we're getting down to the point here now. We're talking all things Hawaii. We're talking Triple Crown. We're talking requalifying. We're talking world champions in both men's and women's events. But look, boys, we're coming into pipe, the, the final event of the year, and there's plenty on the line here. There's there's probably six surfers here that can win the world title. Um, uh, our own Mick Fanning, who's who's hanging on for dear life. I've, I've, I've you know, been saying all along to stick thick with Mick, and uh, you know I really think that he can do this. But realistically, there's some surfers breathing down his neck that can uh, that can all take it out. Well, that's no well, absolutely. And the, the spanner in the works, particularly with the Pipe Masters, uh, was the campaign to get Bruce Irons a wild card. We were talking earlier before Will, and I, you probably are correct. I dare say Bruce Irons will draw Mick Fanning in in uh, in round one. So. For Mick to, to actually take it out, it's going to be pretty hard work, Will. Man, exactly. That, that's the threat of having the wild card. Quite often there are specialists at the area like Jay Davies was in the West. Um, the push for him to do well uh, in memory of his brother, which the contest is for, for Andy Irons, is going to be, he's going to be full gung-ho. And if it's solid, man, it's, it's going to be hard for Mick. And that then puts you into a second round where there's a lot of pressure. Now, if Mick goes out early, that opens it all to a Brazilian bloody world champion, I'm no. afraid. I, I, look, no. what about Owen Wright? I've, I've been waxing lyrical about Owen. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about on the show before where he, he's probably too patient, you know, falls on the line kind of event. You know, he charges harder than any, any of those other top five. I, I think I could see him just coming from the clouds and just, you know, pulling it out. There's that too, but like we said off air, guys that have won it, got second the year before for about the past four years from Kieran Perot, then it went to Joel, and then it went to, um, what's his name, Julian won it. They've all gone second to first, and last year, Gabriel was second, so I hope that trend doesn't continue. Yeah, Medina's always going to be a problem. He's um, he's just coming into his own in the last couple of years, but um, yeah, I'm with, um, I'm with you guys about Owen. I think Owen... Uh, Owen's just proven in big waves, and he's been there for a long time. I'm surprised he hasn't got a, a good pipe result yet, but I think this year could be his year if it's solid. You know, the only the only thing with Owen, Owen can do everything right and win the event, but the planets have to align. He's got to hope that some of these other guys go true. out early. Yeah, you know? Like he can he can do everything that needs to be done on his from his point of view. But, but, it, but I think having a, a Bruce Irons as a wild card, that, yeah. that's the spanner in the works. If Mick gets mate, knocked Mick out. Get knocked out yeah. You know, then it, I think he would have to surf. I don't, I don't know how the draw works, but, you know, he's up against the, the highest ranked seeds the whole event. So he, he could take two or three of them out. Who knows? I think if it's solid and Bruce, and Bruce gets through, um, I mean, Philippe, I probably doubt if it is big and solid yeah. that he'll probably go. So it's going to be a Medina and uh, an Owen thing, maybe. Will, Will you've, well, uh, you've spoke a lot about Philippe, you know, in small stuff. You know, the the weather predictions, I, I suppose, it's a long way out, but uh, we are all yeah. got our fingers crossed hoping it, it, it's the solid stuff. Well, look, if it's at the beach park and he does he gets one bow and does a big air, then the Hollywood film's going to be Brazil. Mick comes through, we've got the shark Hollywood film. But then what about <laughs> this one I'd like to throw at you? Kelly against Bruce Irons. Kelly wins Whoa. and retires from pro surfing. Love it. I love it. Look, there's been there's been a lot of controversy with Bruce getting this wild card. I mean, there's there's a lot of people out there saying he didn't deserve it and it should have gone to uh, you know, a Oh, don't get me started. Know, because we, we, mate, what, were they, who are they going to give it to? Well, Dane Reynolds. No, <laughs> not Dane Reynolds. Look, I, I agree that it should go to Bruce. I mean, it's in memory of his brother, but there are people out there saying that it should go to somebody who's more highly qualified in the ratings and deserves a shot at it a bit more. 
Look, we, we've spoken, you know, about this the wild card system. What in do, you place. Do, you, do you think? I think, I think, I think there's a, a bit of sentimental uh, importance on this one for the fact that a Bruce Irons rips at pipe, and the fact it's in that, in his brother's name, I think, is enough good enough for me for him to be able well, to surf in. It's like saying. Uh, you know, Clyde, our cow can't surf the Yeti. Like, please. But there's there's been uh, there's been talk over the last year or two that Bruce is not, might not be in a fit state to to what to take to the beach. You know what I mean? And that might be why they they didn't give him that wild card last year. Is it maybe That's to protect himself? Thing, yeah. No, he seems to be informed this year that he had a good session out there that last well. So um, <clears throat> yeah, I think he's back. Hopefully, he's back. Who are you picking, boys? Uh, Shooter, start with you. Who who do you think for, for the for the pipe? for both for both. Mate, I'm hoping Mick takes them both. Well, if Mick wins pipe, he wins the world title. Yep. That'll be good enough for me. I think if it's big lefts and rights, and Mick's a good chance. If the rights, Mick's still a good chance. Um, but, you know, medium-sized lefts, I'm probably Gabs. What about you, Will? I'm going the old man of the sea, Kelly Slater to win pipe, and Mick to take the title. Wow, that's uh, oh, I'm, I'm I'd cop that. Yeah, I'll I'd go, cop that. I'm going to go Owen to uh, win the win the event and Mick to take it out. And let's just remember, uh, I'm I'm going balls in with the uh, with the uh, the good deal that our good friends at Lab breaks three dollars on Mick Fanning to win the title. That's I'm in. I'm all over that. And make sure look, make sure you check out our Facebook page because uh, all the details will be up there. Um, not only will you get that bonus three dollar special on Mick to take it out, but also if you call Troy at Lab breaks, he will let you know about the Triple X special, which is. We don't even know about it yet, so I'm, I'm really going to be giving him a call first thing in the morning. Now, listen, boys, before we go, uh, before we go to our uh, song of the uh, of the week or song of the the episode, well, uh, you've picked this week's uh, song. Can you give us a bit of background, and we'll let our uh, our punters f- figure out what uh, well what segment it's from and what movie. Well, performers one, probably my favourite first film. You know, so many segments. Great music that Quicksilver uh, listed for free, I believe. And even though Rabbit wasn't my favourite at the time, we've since become great friends. He's dancing around to John Cougar. Uh, walls come tumbling down in Rock the Casbah shirt. I guess we don't have to guess now. <laughs> it sounds like you're sitting back in a Lazy Boy with a tub of Vaseline while you're, while you're reminiscing. I think I am, mate. I think Ladbrokes won't back this one. Uh, I think in this song as well, I think there might, a bit, might be a clip of Marvin Foster getting a few waves in the, uh, in the clip from this song. Let's go to it. Oh. Let's go to the song.
Welcome, everybody, back to the carve-up uh, with Shooter, Silky, Will, and special guest Bill Morris, where we're talking all things Hawaii. And how, how can we be talking all things Hawaii without our main man, John Shimuka, the Hawaiian, the Hawaiian <laughs> Hawaiian? Where is he? What's he doing? I know we've said he's up at schoolies, and he's been putting some random things on Facebook. But Well, mate, we've put the phone calls out. We've tried to reach him, and uh, we're not getting any love. I know he's had problems in the Gold Coast in the past, back in his height, you know, his lofty heights of his pro surfing career. Uh, it's been a few days in Bogo Road, but uh, you know, I don't know if he's still allowed around, around allowed around little young what, children. What would they do up there to a good-looking little Hawaiian gentleman? Oh, who in knows? Speaking of good-looking Hawaiian <laughs> gentlemen, well, he's not quite Hawaiian; he's more from the mainland. But uh, we're going to get him on the line. Chad Spivens, are you with us? Yeah, Cooper. Man, I'm coming through. I've just finished my whole Apuno Apuno. It's a meditation I do over here on the volcanic rock. And I want to say a big hello to Chicks Morris. We spent a lot of time over in Grudgigan way back in the 80s. How are you doing, Chicks? Good, man. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic, man. And speaking of Chicks, what about that little Mexican Hawaiian up the Gold Coast? I remember when he cracked Sean Thompson's number of seven women, seven females dominated in one, one daylight session. His dance floor antics are amazing. Speaking of the women, Chad, I know you're over on the uh, the big rock at the moment, mate. What's the uh, the talent? What's the what's the wave talent like? And what's the um... in and out of the water? In and out of the water, yes, mate. Yeah, well, last year I had an 800 meter perimeter. I was not allowed. They've now extended that to the whole island of Maui. I've got a drone I send over. So I'm getting some great action from above. They know it's the they know it's Chad's drone, and it's getting shot at, man, as we speak. But, you know, I've got my finger on the log right in there. <laughs> There's been some uh, outstanding performances, and we spoke about earlier on the show the, the performance levels of the women, particularly in the tube riding department, Chud. Now, you've, uh, you've cast your eye and you've been involved in the tutelage of a lot of these young women. Mate, what's the deal with women and the barrel these days? 
man, I took a leaf, leaf out of the Russian trainers for the greats that got the tens back in the day, and they push them down. So I just get my women right in the edge of the back, and I push down. And I say, stay down. Get down and stay down. <laughs> Moving on to the- to the men's mode, and at the moment we have the um, the Vans event on at sunset. Uh, you know, it's the business end of the season. You're, you're over there. You, you've, you give us the vibe, mate. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I don't tell them how to get down. The guys are laying rail. I, I alluded to this at trestles. Rails are important, and the guys have got big boxy rails. Putting it up and jam it down. Aussies are coming out from nowhere. I can see an Aussie slamming this thing down and hopefully making it under the big tour. Because the beach, you know, it's a long way out there, treacherous paddle, and our guys have got the lungs. Chad, look, I know these, uh, this pipe competition's in memory of uh, the great Andy Irons, but uh, there's been a little bit of a rumour that you are putting on a competition over there later in the season in memory of a good friend of yours, the Eggman, Dave Eggers. Is that, any, is that yeah. true? I'm glad you brought that up, man. That's why I've been over here meditating, just sending love to the Egg family. Man, the Egg Man was such an inspiration to me. The, the panache that he oozed through my life. He was unbeatable at 17, and then off the Richter, just disappeared. So rest in peace, Egg Man. Yeah, man, that's great, mate. It's great to see that you're uh, the keeping the Egg Man's uh, legacy alive. So uh, where to next, mate? I know you've... you've... You've somehow managed to traverse the globe. Uh, you've been to Fiji, you've been to Hawaii, you've been over to Brazil, um, you know, you've been to Tahiti. I mean, what's next? What's next for Chad? The, the season end? Man, the thing is, I don't get frequent flyer points, except for when I went to Lufthansa and joined the Mile High Club. That was fantastic. <laughs> that honest. Great girl, but there's not much there for me. You know, I like the Contiki. I like stand-up paddleboarding. Many methods that I travel the ocean because, you know, I've got to go and see these places and reminisce. I just go there. I touch the sand. I say, hey, daddy's home. Relax. So, man, for me next, I don't know. I might swim somewhere. Finally, Chad, before we let you go, uh, can you give us a tip, mate? Who do you like to take out, uh, A, the world title, and B, the Billabong Pro? Yeah, man. Well, look, my friend Brucey, I hope he's doing well. The kid's been through a rough trot. The Connors is in his brother's name. I'd like to go for him. Or you know my little J-bomb, Julian. So come on, Jules. Come through and win two in a row. Well, Chad, mate, as always, it's been great to speak to you throughout the year. I mean, you've got now a couple of months to make your way to Snapper Rocks. I'm not sure how you're going to be managing that. But uh, we wish you all the best on your travels. And it's just been great to talk to you, mate. We really look forward to hearing from you in 2016. And all the best for Christmas, my friend. Well, it's going to be great to finish up the pipe contest and wrap this year up, boys. Love it. Yeah, and welcome back to the carve-up. Look, it's been a great show today. And we are at the pointy end of the season. And it's just been great to have uh, Silky, Will Weber, and, of course, Bill Morris. Thanks for being with us uh, today, Bill. It's been great, mate. Uh, it's been a pleasure, guys. Where to next, mate? I'm oh, just cruising at the moment. Didn't bother going to Hawaii. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to cruise and I'll make a big go up at the Gold Coast when the, when the event's on. Lovely work, Silky. And, um, mate, Ladbrokes. Yeah, well, let's not forget. Look, we've been plugging it uh, during the show. I can reveal the code word that you need uh, when you click on the link, the ladbrokes.com.au link is carve up. The you carve up or carve just up? Just carve up. Yep. Put carve up, all one word. Uh, put that in as the, the promo code. And uh, that'll get you the $3 on Mick Fanning. So uh, gamble responsibly. But the more you put on, the more you get back. And you're not going to get better than $3 anywhere. I'll Absolutely tell you. not, that, mate. That is a, you know, if you're a punter, you'll know that that's, that's a great 
A great odds. Now, listen, we're going to do a show next week. Uh, the event starts on the 8th, which is a Tuesday, I believe. I think the uh, the Labrack still is going to uh, last until midnight that night, so you've got just under a week to uh, have a bet. Boys, uh, it's been fun. Uh, we'll, we'll speak to you next week. Billy, thanks for joining us, and uh, Shooter, as always, mate. We'll see you Hi, next week. Guys. See you, boys. Oh, aloha, everybody. This is Harry Huki Lau, giving you the updates from the Triple Crowns of surfing over here on the North Shore. You hear the waves crashing behind me, but the buggers is small today, so you know what? Uh, no way, no surfing for the men. No surfing for the ladies over there on the Maui. And big swells coming, so we're going to ride them, yeah? We're going to ride them in a couple of days. Uh, everyone going to get shacked. Everyone going to do their thing. Uh, but right now, we're still body surfing, the kind of stuff I like to do every day over here in Hawaii. So the forecast is for good ways, great surfing, a lot of beach buns on the beach, and a lot of world titles on the line. And I love a lot of things on the line. You know what I'm talking about? So everyone enjoy your Friday, your Thursday, your Wednesday, or your Tuesday. I don't know. We do have some backwards over here in Hawaii. We don't care. Okay, every day is the same. And enjoy the rest of the Triple Crown. Who can win the title? I don't know. Some cute guy. Aloha!